Here's something interesting, a look at today's most innovative technology startups, celebrating the inventors, developers, and entrepreneurs who are taking us into the future. Hi there, I'm Chris Oaks. This is the Here's Something Interesting podcast, where we talk to interesting people with interesting things to say about interesting subjects. We're talking about technology today, and you know, I've said for a long time that I think my grandparents were maybe the most fortunate generation ever, because in their lifetime, they saw electricity come to the farm, the first radio sets, then the dawn of television, all the way to personal computers, then cell phones and the internet. And that I always thought was the the most amazing lifetime of change in human history. But you know, where we're at now, I'm beginning to think my generation, and I turn 52 years old next week, I think maybe we're given maybe a close second now, because I can remember the days when I was a kid of four TV channels on a black and white portable television. Uh, that's what that's what we watched and that's what we had. And now you think new technology is coming at us every day. Uh, look at the technology that makes this podcast possible, uh, for example. And there's something new every day from startups that continue to push boundaries of how we live our daily lives. Our guest today is Suzanne Cantra. She is founder and editor-in-chief of Techlicious.com. And the Consumer Technology Association is uh, now out with a list of some of what they believe are the hottest tech startups out there today. And these range across several categories that are pushing those boundaries of what's possible. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting to see where entrepreneurs go because they're not bound by the dictates of a large corporation. They can dive into any hot new category. They can look out and see what are some problems in my life that I want to solve, and they're solving them through technology. And what are some of those hot tech startups uh, right now? What are uh, some of the ones that immediately catch your eye? Uh, so, you know, one that I have with me today um, is the Omnipresence, the Omni Telepresence robot. So, hmm. we've, you know, you've done the video chatting on your phone. You may have attended a meeting where somebody was dialed in through a video. But what if that person were much more lifelike? And that's what the Telepresence robot does. So, imagine in front of a classroom, instead of having a static screen, now you have a robot that's roaming around with a guy's face on it or a woman's face on it, huh. and they can see you, and they can see that you're falling asleep in the back of the classroom, and now it becomes so much more engaging than this flat screen. Um, you can also imagine this, you know, at, um, at the boardroom for business meetings, uh, or even in the home being able to, you know, have grandma come up to your, your dinner table. Um, so robotics and, um, you know, video chat now taken to a whole new level. Wow. Uh, that is uh, amazing. Um, I, I know that there are uh, some that are uh, involved with uh, self-care. Um, that, that is a hot category right now, and you see some really innovative technology in that space as well. Absolutely. And, you know, one place that uh, people are trying to uh, take a little bit more control is over their medications. And being able to not take a medicine when you have alternatives is very a very attractive um, proposition. So Civic Health has come up with a product called ClearUp. It's a tiny palm-sized device that delivers 
micropulses of electricity around your sinus cavity. It sort of steps you through the process, and you know that you've hit the right spot. And by um, stimulating those nerves, they found in clinical trials that 74% of people found a reduction in pain. So anything that can let you get that pain relief without having to take medicine is always going to be something that's appealing, at least to me, but I think to a lot of different people. Hmm. Uh, there's a device that is, uh, it says here, wearable meditation. What is that all about? <laughs> wearable meditation. So, you know, some people have trouble meditating. I mean, meditation obviously has been around for a long, long time. Right, but right. knowing when you've gotten into the right state that you're truly in that calm, stress-free mode um, is difficult for some people. Uh, and so what Helium is doing is they're using a biofeedback so that you can know when you've gotten there. Um, so they're monitoring your brain waves to know when you're in that calm state. And they're giving you uh, feedback. So um, you can use it with a virtual reality headset and be able to see tulips grow, for instance, if you've reached that, that epitome of calm. Or maybe you make a light bulb glow if your heart rate gets nice and low. Um, so being able to, to reinforce that you're doing the right thing, you can learn how to slip into that meditative state a little bit more easily. Uh, speaking of taking care of oneself, I think this is kind of interesting. This is a, a game, it says, that uh, allows you to kind of test drive uh, healthy habits that you might want to uh, change in your life. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, for one, would love to eat a little bit less. Um, so I, I, I loaded up the app on my phone. I was like, oh, so what is this all about? What you do is you give it your end goal. And then you try out different habits. So you might say to the app, I am going to try using smaller dinner plates, and that's what I'm going to try. And maybe that didn't work for me. So then I might try um, committing to just putting one portion of food on my plate and not going back for seconds. Maybe that doesn't work. Maybe using uh, buying small snack packs so I have to open something every time I eat, maybe that's going to work for me. So by um, proposing new habits, and not, you know, penalizing you for failing at some habits, but letting you iterate through them will get you to a, a spot where you can meet your goal. You know, this is one, too, that I, I think is really cool because it is uh, not necessarily aimed at uh, this younger generation. I mean, we have uh, all of these great new tech startups and, and young entrepreneurs, uh, by and large, uh, that are you know, thinking out of the box with respect to this. But this is kind of neat because it is aimed at uh, older Americans, this uh, uh, new application for virtual reality. Yeah, so it's, there, it's being used for therapy. So, uh, you know, seniors who might have either cognitive deficits or physical deficits, and they can't do things that they used to love to do, um, it helps them be able to experience them again. So maybe somebody was um, a music teacher or a conductor, and they want to be able to have that experience of conducting an, an orchestra again. You can do that through Mind VR's platform. Mm. Maybe you like to surf. You can be there on the waves and feel the crashing and hear the, the, the sound of the water as you're surfing those waves. Or maybe you want to travel to far-off lands and you can't, you can't physically do that anymore. Bringing those experiences to life for people through virtual reality um, puts them more in touch with 
you know, things that they used to love to do. That is cool. And stimulates them. That is cool. And we talk about some of the unique applications, but really uh, innovative and I think uh, clever uses of the technology. You mentioned the uh, telepresence robot, another along those lines, and this is just mind-blowing to me. It is the world's smallest, lightest, and most innovative e-bike. It actually fits in a backpack. It does. You know, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's about two feet long and about a foot, you know, a foot wide. So it really can fit into a backpack, about 17 pounds. So when you think about commuting, right, you want, you know, it has a range for about 12 miles. Um, if you live within that, that's a great way to be able to get to work. You can bring, because it's so small and portable and light, you can bring it up to your office, plug it in, and then after three hours, it's ready to go out and uh, transport you to your next location. Wow. Um, so it's really making e-bikes accessible for people. You know, another area um, that people are interested in but maybe a little hesitant because it seems a little bit tough to do is piloting a drone. Um, and Drones by Us has their D-Bus 2. Um, and what they've done that's a little bit different is they've taken all of the hard part of piloting out. So you don't have to set up the GPS. It just uh, navigates by cameras. Hmm. Uh, you don't have to learn how to do takeoff and landing. There's a button for takeoff and a button for landing. <laughs> um, you can have it follow you or you can have it follow your dog. Um, so, you know, if you want to take those really super cool drone videos, now you can do that really easily uh, rather than having to take courses in drone piloting. That is awesome. So let me ask you this. And, and again, we're citing some of the examples. These are from the uh, Consumer Technologies, uh, Consumer Technology Association's list of the, uh, of the, the most innovative uh, tech startups. If I am an entrepreneur, if I've got one of these uh, great ideas, how do I break into the marketplace? So breaking into the marketplace, there are two different ways that um, you really are going to need some help in. One is finding companies to connect with to help you bring your product to market. So whether it's mentors or, or people who are going to actually build it. Um, and then the other piece of it is obviously going to be funding for a lot of people. So uh, places like the Consumer Technology Association are built for creating those connections. Um, they have meetups for, you know, startups and investors, um, but then also getting the word out and getting it in front of press and in front of other people who might be buying your product. Uh, showcases like uh, CES out in Las Vegas, they have a, uh, CTA has a big uh, show called CES. Um, there are so many people who you can get in front of and be able to show this wonderful product or service that you have. Because one thing that all of these things have in common is that they started with just a wild idea and then someone was able to make it happen. So, again, if you have one of those wild ideas, who knows? You could be next. Suzanne Cantra, founder and editor-in-chief of Techlicious.com. We've hit some of the highlights of uh, these latest uh, innovations, some of the best of the best. Where do we learn more? Uh, you can go to cta.tech slash startup. Suzanne, thanks very much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And that's it for today's episode. If you found this topic interesting, we can discuss it further on the Here's Something Interesting Facebook page at Something Interesting Podcast. Hope to meet up with you there. Invite you to like our Facebook page, share it with your friends that might find this stuff interesting as well. And remember to subscribe to the Here's Something Interesting Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and Spotify. I'm Chris Oaks. Until next time, thanks for listening.